0: Welcome to Bar Chat, that's where it's at.
1: I'm Lexi. I'm Bianca.
0: And I'm Becca. And And we're chatting all things dance.
1: Guys, that was the last time we're doing that for this season. That's crazy. Uh. Maybe next time
0: we can, like, one-up ourselves and, like, make a song.
1: We'll yeah. sing our own theme song. Look at the budget. That's where it's at. Oh, like that, that was good. Like, no, we'll talk to-,
0: <laughs> Nico, yeah. we'll you, talk to... Nico, can you yeah. edit
1: that into a song, please? Oh, maybe yeah, please, we'll have our you. own album on Spotify, too. And it could go right next to the podcast. That's for season three. That's for season three. <laughs> Interesting. Maybe SoundCloud?
0: Oh, yeah. We'll no, I'm I have to have a rap in it if we're doing a song.
1: <laughs> Welcome to budget. That's where it's at. <laughs> wiki, wiki, wiki. <laughs> boots and cats and boots and cats. Anyways, back to the episode. Bianca's posing like always. <laughs> All right, Becca. not listening. Becca, what's this episode about? Please tell me.
0: Oh, my God. Usually it's Lexi saying the episode, so it's like kind of throwing me off a little bit. So sorry. That we're like. Yeah, but, like, we don't stick to the same path every time. We love to change things up. So thank you so much for asking, Lexi. Um, Anytime. So this episode, we're actually going to be doing a somewhat idea of a letter to our younger selves or what we would like to tell our younger selves, which in this case is you guys. So um, this kind of advice (laughs) that... Yeah, you are us as a young one. No, yes, but it's so true. I'm sometimes, sometimes I'll be like teaching a class or um, observing a dance class in any sort of way, and I'll see like certain dancers, and like I don't know. I feel like I could psychoanalyze younger dancers so well because I remember what I felt when I was their age mm-hmm. and what was going through my head. And so, like sometimes, like I just want to like go up to them, and be like. Don't like stop doing this like I see what you're doing mm-hmm. and like yeah. I like went through the same thing and so this is that moment where it's like sometimes I just want to
1: shake my younger self and be like no. You know, so so what would you say is something that like you really just like overthought all the time as a younger dancer and you like it doesn't matter now. You know what I'm trying to say? <laughs>
0: Um, yeah so when we first thought of doing this idea of um talking to our younger selves I think um it was obviously I'm gonna th- yeah mm. Mm, no one cares so I just had to I'm just kidding <laughs> always means me um yeah I obviously have been going through a change as I said in the last episode I was mm, and doing a new dance program where I'm doing styles that I normally wouldn't or haven't really trained in and I think the first thing that I want to say that I would tell my younger self is and I know Bianca talks about this a lot because it happens to her but I feel like I put myself in this box of I am a ballerina or I'm a contemporary dancer and I never let myself or gave myself the space to like see what it's like for me to do something like jazz or hip-hop and I think finally like it's crazy how literally I held myself back from my full potential because either I told myself people in my life people I looked up to told me that I wasn't ever going to be a hip-hopper or wasn't ever going to be able to do jazz funk or jazz or certain styles and now that i'm like training more and more into it i finally like i went to this program so open-minded and i really went like okay no one knows me here no one knows what my style is no one knows what i'm good at mm-hmm. so now's my chance to kind of restart start right. over and be yeah. like well i am a hip hopper now mm-hmm. so like i kind of walked in with that mindset what do you being mean like, now no one-
1: you always were It's just the mindset changing. No, actually though,
0: like I had it in me and now like, I'm not saying I'm like a hip hop god, but (laughs) I definitely like in a hip hop -hop god. But I definitely think that I've improved in this little time so much at hip hop because I am like letting myself. That's amazing. Yeah,
2: Yeah. I think that for me, Rather than myself holding me back, it was my teachers holding me back or my peers holding me back. Um, And when I was in college, that was the thing that kind of boxed me in. Um, I've always known that I can do all styles. (laughs) And for whatever reason, you know, the other people didn't want to hear me out on that and they didn't want to like, let me show them. Um, So that was the struggle for me. But. I think what you said about, like, having a new space and a new opportunity to show that you can do those things is very true. And, like, that's a great way to look at it is, like, a fresh start, a clean slate. I can do whatever I want. If I want to be seen as a versatile dancer, it's time to show them now while it's fresh.
1: You know what, though? Like, it's hard to change your mindset when you were in the same place for 18 years and I'm not blaming like the place it's more just like what it's like how could you change your mindset when you're not changing your environment you're not changing like your routine your schedule so I feel like college is such a great opportunity to help you change your mindset because you have to start over like you're getting new teachers you're getting new material like you're fully starting everything over so that is the best time to be like you know what may as well change how I think about it change how I view it because it's the easiest way like I could not change my mindset when I was dancing at my studio like whatever I thought of myself is just what I thought of myself how am I supposed to change it when I'm just every year going back to the same exact room to do lyrical and hip-hop and like it's hard to like change it in my head
0: People are just obsessed with labels and yes. labeling things. Yeah. And like, at least for me at my studio growing up, I was labeled the ballerina, mm-hmm. the girl that did a lot of ballet. So obviously I'm going to start fulfilling that role because that's what people are telling me.
1: Right. And obviously
0: I'm not blaming anyone for this, but it's interesting how this is like all three of us had such different dance background but we all experience the same thing of like being put in a box and it's so hard to convince yourself out of that box let alone like convince other people yeah
2: i think there is a little bit of blame though in this situation um when it comes to other people and i really do think that it's valid to say like if your teacher only sees you as one thing, which is not how a teacher should view a student because the teacher would want the student to like expand as much as they can and grow in as many areas as they can. If a teacher is the one that's holding you back, yeah, you're to blame. Like, sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not my fault because I know that I can do ballet, jazz, tap, hip hop, etc. But if there's a person that's holding me back, I will put the blame on you. Sorry.
0: Yeah. No, but after years and years of being told something, obviously you're going to fulfill that prophecy. Absolutely.
1: And it's hard as the dancer to change your mindset when like someone is literally like telling you this is what you are. This is where you're at, because how am I supposed to believe otherwise when this is what I'm getting told? Like I especially growing up, like I feel like it's so hard to have a an opinion of yourself when other people have a different opinion of you. Because, like, why would you disagree? Like, if that's what people are seeing, that's what you are, you know? And I feel like something that I wish I knew growing up or I wish that I didn't care about as much was where I got placed in dances. Like, if I was put in the front line versus the back line, like, genuinely, I would be devastated if I was put in the back line because I was like, they think that I'm terrible. But that's not the case because I'm still doing the same choreography as them. You can still see me from the stage, like whether I'm in the front line or the back line, and also there's just somebody better at that choreography than me, and that's why they're in the front. It's not because I'm bad, it's just because somebody's better. But then I get put in the front for another that,
0: Yeah, you said something very important that I would like to point out. At that choreography, those two eight counts that you're in the back for does not define you as a whole
1: of a dancer. And I feel like now that I'm in college and I'm like dancing with my dance company, I literally don't care where I'm put. Like I could be in the front center the whole time, I could be in the back corner the whole time, I don't really care because I know that I feel good doing the choreography and I feel like I look good doing the choreography and at the end of the day, that's all that matters Like if the choreography is sitting on me and I feel comfortable performing it, that's what matters. I think the problem with the whole
2: placement with where you are in the dance comes from a young age where mm-hmm. people place the people in the front on a pedestal as if they're the best at it or if, if they're favored um, and that's not always the case I was yeah. put in the back a lot too and I'm a taller dancer and I would never be put in the front because I would be blocking everybody that's and, another
1: thing height yeah. really determines your spots and I'm not dance. saying that
2: that's the cut and dry for me either but I'm just trying to let you guys know that just because you're placed in a certain spot in the dance does not define how how good you are or your worth in the dance it's not about that all the time it could be about your height it could just be about the overall visual like there's a lot of different aspects and elements that go into choosing spacing it could be because the people
1: in the front are doing an aerial and you can't do an aerial it's not about your dancing (laughs) that was always
0: no but that was always me i always like had some like acro trick that got me in the front see and
1: i didn't get put in the front because i am not a leg person so that and it's yeah. not that i'm a bad dancer it's that i'm just not as flexible my legs just yeah. don't do that so they Guys. knew to not keep me like they didn't want to put me in choreography with legs because that would make me look bad yeah and they don't want to do something that. yeah and i respect something that.
2: else that i wish i could have told myself when i was younger as a dancer is that i shouldn't really need to care about what other people think about me mm-hmm. um Specifically, like, the peers around me and the teacher. But I think that what held me back a lot was that... And this is kind of, like, a two different point of a conversation. <laughs> Bless you, Becca. Um, but... Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um... When I was younger, I always was worried about like, oh, are my classmates judging me? Are they looking Mm -hmm. at me and thinking like, oh, she thinks she's better than everybody? Or, oh, she's not very good. Like all of these thoughts would just trickle down and it kind of made me hold back in my dancing because I didn't want to be seen as the dancer who was conceited or, you know, arrogant because I was also labeled as a ballerina. And that's the stereotype is that they're very like proper you know yes and just a Stuck certain up. they have a certain air about them i guess you could say yeah and i never wanted to be seen as that um and so that's something that i struggled with was like i don't want to do too good i don't want to do the dance too good because then people will see me as that yeah and no, i held myself valid. back in that I held myself back in that. I think you should always do your best. Always be the best you can in any way. Don't worry about what other people think of you. Like, they're thinking about themselves at the end of the day. We're all thinking about ourselves. We're not worried about the person next to us. Absolutely. To be
0: honest, to be honest, they probably are thinking those things about you like <laughs> no but, but it it's doesn't like matter true. it does it's, not as dancers matter. like dancers can be mean and like sometimes yeah of course you can run into dancers that are nice and like the greatest thing ever like but sometimes yeah like us like i would never but some dancers can be mean and like if they are thinking that about you that says way more about them and the way they think about themselves than they think about you no one I think I said this in the confidence episode, but I can't really remember, but no one that is doing less than you is worried about you. I mean, no wait, No one that is doing more than you is worried about you. It's always the people that are the more most confident, like, that are the people that are jealous of. Yeah. If that makes sense. Does yeah. that make sense? No,
1: absolutely. I had like this was like 10 years ago a guest teacher come in and he said something that has stuck with me since then it was like if you are doing the choreography too over the top or too much and a teacher tells you to dial it back that is a compliment that is a compliment because you are doing more than they're asking and I I don't know why but that has stuck with me for so long so like you saying that you were holding back from doing too much do too much be that dancer. And then if it is too much, your teacher will tell you. And that is a compliment because you are not restricted to the level that they're asking for. You can do beyond that. And I feel like that's a compliment in itself. So if someone is going to judge you for doing more than you're being asked, then that shows a lot about them. You know? Yeah, It's that's that's kind of a point that's brought up a lot in dance
2: classes is like if you don't go there, you're never going to know. Where you can go, quite literally.
1: Exactly. So if you
2: hold back and you only stick to a double pirouette every ballet class, you're not going to improve. Go for the triple, go for the quadruple, fall out of it, land on your wherever you land, and then get up and do it again. Mm -hmm. Like that's how you progress. That's how you get better. Don't hold yourself back. That's like the main point I think this little topic is about. It's like, don't hold yourself back.
1: Yeah. You know what I wish I didn't hold myself back about was my left side. (laughs) <laughs> i feel like i did not push myself enough on the left side and i yeah. wish that i did when i was younger that's how i feel about my right side yeah like it is so known like i feel like it's just a thing like oh what's your good side you're right and usually it's the right side but like some people it's the left side but regardless like if your good side is the right side more often than not most turns are done on the right. Most kicks, most leaps are done on the right. So I did not push my left side to the potential when I was younger and my body was still like growing and my bones were forming. you know, like I wish that I pushed myself more. So if I can go back in time and tell myself to change something, I would be like, get in your left split right now. Do Becca, left aren't turn. we both lefties?
0: Yeah. So I was going to say, I sadly
1: um, Disagree. can't relate to that. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah you know. No, I, I fully cannot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The opposite. <laughs> I can't relate to that at all because um, I know a lot of teachers, at least the teacher that I had growing up, always said that lefties were always like the most versatile and ambidextrous dancers. I because agree. you're being forced. Like, I can honestly say that I can do my right side almost as good as I can do my left side. I've done fouettes on point in a dance on my bad side, yeah. Wow. Because I had to. have to.
1: See, I but, wish I was I a lefty. Mean, lefty that's because right, also not <laughs> <strained>. <laughs> Yeah,
0: no, it's true though, and it's always such a flex when you're like lefty, and like you're doing left across the floor, and everyone's falling out. Like if but I will say do that a
1: left turn, come to the center, please. You guys can do your left, Alyssa. No, counter.
0: literally. Whenever
1: but I'm teaching a dance class and we're doing pirouettes across the floor,
2: I make it a point to ask people, "Who's a lefty? Who's a lefty in here?" and Either nobody will raise their hand or one person will. And then I'll be like, okay, same. I'm a lefty. We're clearly outnumbered here. But that's funny because it goes back to like righties have an advantage in the dance world. Mm-hmm. I think right-handed people have not an advantage me, but- in the world, period. I'm left-handed when I write and the ink smudges on my hands and I have a whole thing.
0: It- oh, I'm not left-handed, though. I am. Driving. I'm right-handed.
2: Yeah,
1: Driving must it be so painful. Down because it's literally on the right side for your hand and your foot for driving yep wow that's the world was built for
2: right-handed people but the lefties do not let it stop them and I think what Becca was saying is true for me as well in the fact that I didn't let that hold me back and if anything I had to work harder to get my right up to where my left is um so I'm more equal I'm more like leveled and balanced with those. My left is still my dominant side, but at the end of the day, I can still hold my own on the right because yeah. that's what was drilled into me my entire youth. Wow, that's would amazing. Yeah.
1: that's so amazing. Good for you. I would you. Yeah, like would say, yeah, yeah. say, yeah, I would yeah. Also
0: yeah. like would say, like you say, done?
1: You guys done? Is you Lexi may proceed. Done? Lexi's done.
0: I would also like to say that um, uh, a few minutes ago, I said I was ambidextrous. On, which means you're good at both and bad side but i'm ambidextrous and that means that i am bad <laughs> at both sides because i'm equally as bad on my right as i'm bad at my left Amazing. because i'm terrible at turns and all of that Me
1: too.
0: yeah it's actually like quite embarrassing how bad i am at turning same
1: i'd be embarrassed if um, you guys <laughs> yeah
0: i am severely embarrassed i think like these, would be i too it's tumbling. I think that
2: lefties in the dance world are usually better with flexibility than turns. Yes. Why? Yeah, I know. But like literally why? I don't know. I think it's like a certain centrifugal force that righties have because the world works for them. And like that's just how they spin. That's so true. Think about because a clock. Every le- think about a clock. It goes to the right. I'm onto something. And so when you're turning, you're usually the, which doing Which on does does the they turn. The, or-
1: which way it- does the earth rotate? I know, right? I'm thinking about that too, this but it's like. This is so off topic. You guys are just jealous. <laughs> I'm a righty. Righties? Righties no, have No, sorry, an guys. The earth
0: is me. flat. Sorry, guys. The earth is flat. It doesn't rotate. God.
1: Lefties are this flexible. Is not the podcast for that.
2: <laughs> Lefties, I find whenever I, I meet a lefty, which is like once every five years, they're yeah. always really flexible.
0: I don't this know. This is such a interesting podcast, though, because. We should take a poll. It's always, it's always like. It's very unique that we have two lefties. And two a righty. Yeah. And, but like righty, righty is the dominant. I'm t- and like the more common. <laughs> so I love how we just like have everything at Bar Chat. So a anyway. one-stop shop.
1: <laughs> Back to a message to our younger selves. <laughs> we got so off topic. Um, well, it's still related to
2: dance, but you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, a message to our younger self. The world is flat righties have an advantage and <laughs> centrifugal force that's the takeaways from this episode I think those are great points mm-hmm. points okay. were made yes.
0: so glad um Bianca is there anything that you truly like wish you would have told yourself or
2: um I mean so I did touch on the not worrying about what people think of me mm-hmm. um but then I guess also on top of that I would say that I'm okay where I am, and whatever I'm destined to do, I'll do. Um, Meaning everybody has goals in the dance world, as you should. Everybody has their aspirations and their top five things that they wish they could do in their career. And for me, for a long time, that was being in a ballet company. Um, because once again, I was put in that box, not to say that I didn't want to do it for myself, but I think that was a driving force behind it for me. Um, and there was a pressure of like, Bianca is the ballerina. And so she has to be in a ballet company. Um, and that has not happened yet. I went to college, right? Yeah. I went to college right out of high school and that took up four whole years of my life, as you guys know. And You don't have time to do both. You don't have time to be in a ballet company and do college full time. It's just not in the cards for most people. I don't know if anybody does that. Let me know if you do. Um, But, and then the pandemic happened. So I graduate and then I have about a four month period and then COVID hits. And it's like, of course nobody expects that. But then what am I going to do? Like I can't join a company. Everything was shut down. And now- I've been so immersed in all of my other things that I'm doing that I haven't had time to say, like, I have to do the company thing. If it's meant for me, and I believe that it could be, it'll happen when it's supposed to. Right. But for now, it's good for dancers, young dancers, older dancers. Be okay in the now. Absolutely. I think think as dancers, but even just as humans, period, you guys, like, we're always, like, going for more and more and more and more and more. And we always just want to get there. But where we are right now our younger self would be so happy
1: oh like yeah. our younger self would be like
2: this is exactly what i wanted to do like we're all making a yeah. dance podcast it's right like now. that
0: tiktok trends where which one it's it's like that tiktok trend where it's like me blah 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 and then it's like a picture of me when i was younger and oh, it's like,
1: like how happy da, 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 oh da, da, yeah yeah, yeah. It's so this is similar yeah no this brings up a good question is there any goals you had when you were younger that you've already achieved yes me like what <laughs> anyone feel free to answer um i mean it's not necessarily
2: related to dance but when i was okay. in middle school when i was in middle school i was really big on watching like youtubers because youtube was the thing at the time for social media and i was like oh that would be so fun to like be able to make videos and do that for like fun and for a job and now I get to do that and I never would have thought that that was possible and like that just goes to show that and that happened by accident by the way like the whole TikTok thing like it wasn't like a set set out like I'm gonna strategically plan this Mm -hmm. and see how that works it was an accident and that's even more of a testament to say like Whatever is meant to happen for you will happen for you. And it doesn't have to happen when you're 15 or when you're 18 or when you're 22. Like any age, you have your whole life. But it has to happen by 23. (laughs) You have your whole life ahead of you. And that's why you have to like stay in the now, appreciate what you do have. Because your past self would be so grateful to be in that position.
1: No, That's another I completely agree and we have so much time left to achieve the goals that we haven't achieved yet and we're very hardworking. we love what we do and I think that whatever is meant to happen will happen and I think that we'll definitely achieve some more goals along the way because we have we have a lot more life to live but I guess yeah and that's oh sorry
0: I was just gonna quickly say um that's another really good point to make is that as dancers there is a always a clock above our heads yeah i was just gonna say that. yeah you get told your
1: body's a time limit
0: yeah your body is gonna run out you're gonna st- stop dancing by the time you're 25 so go 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 if you're if you haven't made it at 17 years old like you're not going to like it's too late and i think we were all kind of like taught that yes growing up and that's just not true and i've been taking from like a lot of teachers recently that have kind of said the same thing like you are not too old like it is not too most people that are working dancers that are background for dance artists or in companies are like in their 30s 30s 40s yeah
1: no you're right like
0: you literally reach your like potential at that age because it comes with like practice, maturity and practice yeah there's how many rockettes are like in their later years
1: see this is something that i would change growing up or like i mean i guess this was kind of out of our control but i would have loved to not have learned that i did not want to learn that i am a time like my body's on a time limit because that has always stressed me out and like i remember when i was graduating high school i since i wasn't majoring in dance like i had no idea what like the world had laid out for me dance wise like i had no idea what was about to come and I, like of course i found a way to keep dancing and i'm very grateful for that but i didn't know what was going to happen after high school like after you're 18 like it's either nothing or professional like that's kind of what i thought so yeah, i and- would have wished that i did not learn that i'm a time limit you know
2: yeah and like we all learned it quote unquote but that's a false narrative at Mm -hmm. the end of the day because i don't know about you guys but on my instagram i see a lot of older women that are still dancing professionally to this day they are over 60 they're in classes they're kim hale do you know kim hale Mm -mm. no i think that's her last name she is amazing If I can find a picture or reference, I'll send it. But um, she's one of them. And like they're in playground classes. That's a studio in Los Angeles. They're doing the heels. They're in technique classes and they're working. They book jobs consistently over the age of 60.
1: That's amazing. I want to be like
2: that. Yeah, exactly. And that's like inspiring and also proof to say like, okay, so that whole thing about being done with dance by the time you're 25 is not accurate. It's you're not. not accurate. It takes. It's
0: not. It takes forever to break into the industry too. Yeah. Like you, there's only a small percentage of people that are going to book their biggest one of their biggest jobs at a young age manifesting
1: and there's
0: actually but actually like that's like a song i like have really (laughs) been enjoying listening to lately it's called like life of the party by like emmy i think her name is Uh and like the lyrics are literally like 21 without a grammy or degree like and then it's like stressful and how like it's you feel stressed because of social media and you see everyone like Getting things like booking this job or like getting in this Mm -hmm. commercial, and you're like, Oh my god, like you start to feel the pressure, like, why isn't this happening to me? And it's like, just everyone is on their own path, and every like I would get so upset every time I would submit an audition and would get like rejected or like the worst is like getting so close to getting it and mm-hmm. then not yeah but you just have to remind yourself that every single no is one no closer to that yes that you're supposed to get like there absolutely. is a plan for you absolutely yeah. and
2: i also believe that like every no is meant to be a no
1: you weren't if you're not- for that job
2: if you're not wanted in the room don't try to force it and don't dwell on it for longer than five minutes maximum because it's not worth your time or energy because you're wanted in other rooms
1: you are and you will find that room
2: yeah the room will find you and you know i think that dancers have so much pressure all the time to just be perfect and to achieve everything by the time they're in their mid-20s and that's literally just not path for everybody right not for most and everybody like becca said is on their own path and dance has so many different avenues it's not just company work it is not just company work you can dance in commercials for tv you can dance in films and shows like you can do tours i mean there are endless possibilities yeah you can teach dance there's so many possibilities and avenues and I encourage all of the young dancers to start exploring those now yeah. while don't yes, put yourself in you a time can. limit.
1: You have so much yes. time.
2: Uh, but like, that goes for any dancer. You don't have to be young to start exploring that. But not the even a dancer. Just
1: anybody. You have yeah. so um, much time to anybody. reach your goal.
0: Yeah. Something that um I also have been thinking a lot about recently is like finding passions that are outside of dance, mm-hmm. but that are also like artistic and expressive. So like something that I recently have gotten really into and I, you guys know about it is that I've really gotten into doing dance videography mm-hmm. and finding a creative platform where I can express my like artistry and my creativity in another way that isn't dance is just so rewarding because it's also a great way for me to be like dance I am not dance like dance does not define me dance is such a big part of all of our lives we get so caught up in it and we also kind of look down on the people that in a in a way look down on the people that kind of explore other avenues besides dance because we get so like caught up in like I'm a dancer I'm a dancer and it's like but you're also a person right there's so
1: much more to you
0: yeah and there's and being a dancer and being like an actual human in dance is one of the most important things as a dancer to be because it makes you genuine and But it's not your the end all be all. Like
1: there's so many other yeah. avenues you can go down. And Becca, I'm the same way because like when I did the, when I co-hosted the radio show like a little while ago, that fully opened up a new door and kind of like ignited my passion for radio and just like hosting and like, the other week I hosted some event in Philly and I literally like MC'd it and I think like doing this podcast and then doing the radio and then hosting that event kind of just like made me realize I have potential in a different area that's not dance and it was yeah. very exciting for me because I was it's like so healthy it's so healthy and this is something that it's like well, even if today's not a good turn day, I can still host a radio show, you know, like it's a whole separate category. So it's very comforting to like have something else that I'm passionate about now because for my whole life it's been dance and it still is, but it's also good to have other passions. But I did quickly want to go back and say before, so like we were talking about time limits and stuff. No, 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 it's okay. Um, we were talking about like time limits and stuff and like goals that we set when we were younger. And, and, like literally ever since the age of like maybe nine or ten years old, I would always say to my friends, I wanna be famous. I'm gonna be famous someday. Like I'm not even joking. That was me. That they, was also I've me. Said, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're very similar, so I would expect nothing less. But like you can ask my friends, like I have been saying this forever and I remember, like, when TikTok and everything started, I my intentions were not to go viral. I didn't really realize like what can come out of that. But I remember when COVID hit and I I was turning 20 in like a couple of days. I was like, oh, like I'm about to be 20. I'm gonna be so old and not famous. Like this is awful. Like I was so upset. And <gasps> oh, then I God. turned 20. Within a month, I had my first viral video that got over seven million views. And then I got like a hundred thousand followers on TikTok. Like it was just very weird timing.
0: But like yeah. since
1: then I was able to grow my platform and i'm very very grateful for the opportunities that i've been given because of TikTok that like i would not have been given and like it's just crazy because like would i consider myself a celebrity absolutely not but just the way that i would always joke about being famous and something like this has happened like this is more than i've ever asked for and like i'm Mm -hmm. just so great like it's just so crazy so my young self would be ecstatic to see what i'm doing even just sitting here in my college room filming with two girls from LA like it's just so crazy like my younger self would be so proud of me right now yeah yeah can I also note
0: that nope. um I went over <laughs> <laughs> I went over to grab something because if you're watching on the podcast I literally have a Netflix, a, a, a Netflix. A Netflix. <laughs> <gasps> I literally have a necklace that says famous on it because oh, I like yeah. as a joke but also sometimes like a joke can come true like i'll like say as we a joke we manifested I be famous. it We literally, manifested mani- it. <laughs> literally manifestation like i
1: we've been like, manifesting said, since we were younger so you know what thank you young me yeah you manifested yeah. this for me
0: i've been manifesting since i got to school how i'm gonna drop out and look at me now
1: look at her oh now oh my gosh becca it's a little <laughs> concerning <laughs> that was look a joke at her now uh, that was a joke so pretty much if my younger self was listening to this i think I wouldn't change anything about the growth and the journey that I took to get to where I am because I'm so grateful to be here today and to be the dancer that I am today. And I think like everything literally did happen for a reason. And that's why I'm the dancer I am. And that's why I've ended up where I am doing this podcast with you guys and doing all these things. Like everything really does happen for a reason. So I wouldn't change a thing, but I'm very just content with my journey and it's not even like over. There's a long way left to go with my dance journey and just career journey in general. Yeah,
2: absolutely. I think if I could tell my younger self anything in a nutshell, it would just be to be happy that you're experiencing life every day and be happy that you're able to dance and express your emotions in that way and just be grateful for all of your opportunities all the time don't put too much stress on yourself and just have fun go with the flow
1: go with the flow yeah,
0: yeah. um uh, so I guess if I were to say sling to my younger self <laughs> obviously um I know I had a little bit of a not normal dance life but just be grateful for all of the little quirks that were in your dancing and just be grateful for what made you different even though it might have been a little bit harder um at times it was all a part of the plot yeah it It was it's a part part it's character development it's character It's character development it's main character energy and yeah just keep doing what you're doing um you're an insane dancer you're like so good number one fan you are mid mm-hmm. um no you're actually so bad <laughs> like when i watch videos of myself dancing like ooh
1: <laughs> no stop like i know i'm always mean to you guys but i do really respect your talent and i think you're very talented but i will never say that again likewise
2: you already did in another episode, and you said you'd never say it again.
1: I did not. You can find it and say. Oh, it to actually,
2: me. what you said was that I'm funny and a nice person, but you'd never say it. Again. <laughs> yeah. You have you have proved that to be true.
1: You get one nice comment per like category from me. Yeah. And then that's it. But luckily, it's documented <laughs> actually, in a podcast the- that can be streamed <laughs> on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and YouTube. Quick plug. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. No. I always like joke with my friends. Like, please do not give me compliments. I my head is big enough. No. Like, oh. I literally. Oh, I'm oh, like. No. Got it. Okay. No. My. I'm like, guys. Like, seriously. Stop. I, I think that's my like, um, method to like, what's it called? Like, my Your defense mechanism. mechanism. My yeah, my defensive mechanism when people try to give me compliments, I'm like, guys, no, I already have a big ego. Please, like that's, that's always what I say.
1: <laughs> no, that's funny because people like this happens a lot in like the musical theater choir that I'm in, and they'll be like, because I don't think I'm a good singer, but I'm also just very self conscious. And
0: I think you're a good singer. Yeah. Stop. Uh, see, I when I, we uh, uh, no I can't, okay I can't do this. no because okay so when Lexi was staying with me in L. A., we'd be in the car like singing his music and mind you during that trip i lost my voice because of how much musical theater we listened to in the car and how much we sang along (laughs) to it i yeah me too like i'm a theater kid inside too so i like we would sing along but like i literally like am not a trained singer so like i ruined my voice during (laughs) that week because we were singing so much and lexi obviously sounded so good i like would have
1: to stop singing sometimes because it was like getting embarrassing i wish i was in the car (laughs) no stop because people like they'll be like oh you're a good singer and i'm like don't say that i like i literally cannot like i get so like don't i can't do it i love receiving compliments but like maybe just say it behind my back or something because i can't do it (laughs) (laughs) like i can't do it good i don't like giving
0: compliments anyways yeah you don't
1: but anyways i can't believe that we have done 10 episodes of a podcast because this was literally like a hypothetical scenario that is so real now. And it's just so weird that we have a podcast and we're closing out our first season, but with a confirmed season two. it's been amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Season two confirmed. Get ready for a rebrand, a (laughs) a re-glow up. Maybe we'll add Um, like
1: some more colors instead of just pink. I think we need to yeah. drop some suggestions. Teal, if like. are you guys sick of Ugh. seeing pink? No. <laughs> yes, teal. No. no teal. My favorite.
2: Anything no. but teal. Yeah, and I'm out. No, thanks. I'm out. Um.
0: Oh. But yeah, I just want again to thank you guys so much for all the support you have given us on this podcast. As Lexi said, this was just a little idea that three girls that love dance. Wanted to do and now look at us um obviously we still have so much more growing to do as we do in all other aspects of our lives but we're so excited to bring you along the journey and maybe one day you guys can say I was with you guys from the beginning of episode one of our chat you know what's cool
1: like our future selves because like in a little while we're gonna be our younger selves like us right now and our future selves are gonna look back and be like oh like they're so adorable like that's yeah. so cute yeah look like how I'm cute so they, so they are with their them. ratchet
0: backgrounds <laughs> with their ugly pink backgrounds they're like, like
1: hospital cloth <laughs> <pink yeah>. backgrounds <laughs> <laughs> but i feel like i'm just very content and yes. this is a great way to close out the season and i'm yeah. very like it's getting me cause because we haven't filmed since may it's getting me very excited to start filming again
2: Yes, season two and to
1: see you guys again all together
2: and bianca's um, gonna cry
1: again n- never no nope. and not you me. guys need a billboard for me this time when you pick me up from the airport not just a lousy okay. little yeah, you poster. know
0: you left you left that poster I know, at my house
1: i know i realize i'm sad <laughs> just use it again i'll yeah. just leave it there no every my time parents
0: threw it out my parents were like becca because it sat at our front door and they were like apparently like she's never gonna take it she's never gonna take it and then you still like, have my shirt out.
1: you still have my shirt i do yeah my green one it's right in that cabinet right okay there. cool <laughs> so i have to go back to la now so i guess we have yeah. to do a season two whatever
2: <laughs> <laughs> um but thank you guys all so much for your support and for listening to our podcast bar chat from the very beginning little baby steps um it's been a really awesome season and we hope that you guys have learned a couple things and taken a few little tips and tricks with you along the way um and we're so grateful for all of you and we cannot wait
1: for season two peace out from bar chat because that's where it's at Aww, (laughs) bye guys we love you love you